Welcome back, everybody, to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We are going to walk through another week with you guys. Uh, hopefully you had a good time doing 19.3 and got your scores in. Remember to put them in before 8 p.m. on Monday morning. Otherwise, we will not be able to validate them. Well, here we go for another week. Monday, March 11th. Our workout is a 20-minute AMRAP, 15 deadlifts, 10 overhead squats, 10 lateral burpee, and then two rope climbs. For the deadlift and the overhead squats, the barbell is 95-65. For this workout, it is going to be a little bit different. Uh, The barbell movement-wise on the deadlift, it's decently light. We're looking for you guys to do um, just consistent one set there. Uh, I actually don't think it's the worst thing in the world to break it in half um, and do an eight and a seven. But on that deadlift, just make sure that you guys are staying consistent. Make sure that you guys do not go out at a blistering pace because it is 20 minutes. Following that deadlift, you have the 10 overhead squats. So now is when the deadlift following the overhead or the overhead squat following the deadlift. Um, The overhead squat is going to be a little bit more grindy as the workout goes on. Those 10 overhead squats aren't particularly heavy. However, Following that is the burpee and the rope climb, so there will be quite a bit of shoulder in this workout. So making sure that you guys do those overhead squats, just stay consistent, fight for good position. Um, Phil always yells at me to fight for good external rotation, so make sure that you guys do that. I'm sure he yells at you too if you're from CLE or if you've seen him at Cadre, but um, fight for good external rotation. After that, we have our 10 lateral burpee. This is going to be over the barbell. Moving laterally, it's just going to be both feet back, both feet up, two foot hop over the bar. Um, this is not the place to sprint. Make sure that these burpees, you guys are breathing. Make sure you breathe. That's the biggest thing I see. People don't breathe on burpees. Make sure that's your chance to get your breath back. There's no bar in your hands. There's no bar in your shoulders or overhead. So you guys finally get a chance um, to get that breath back in that lungs, kind of regulate the heart rate a little bit. And then following that, we have our two rope climbs. Uh, for these rope climbs, we're looking for, I wouldn't say a touch and go set, but definitely do not take too much rest between. Come down off that rope, maybe take a couple steps, shake out the arms, and then you're back up in that second round. Um, A round, uh, according to, I was just kind of doing the math, a round is looking like it's going to take two to two and a half minutes. Um, uh, So that being said, as the workout starts to degrade a little bit, um, it could slow down a tad, but you guys are going to be putting in a decent number of rounds. If you guys can go two and a half minute per round, that's going to put you guys at what? That's going to put you guys at seven, eight rounds? Seven rounds. Eight rounds? Eight rounds. Um, and if you can do two minutes per round, that's going to put you at ten. Uh, so making sure that you guys stay consistent with the rounds. That's going to be the biggest thing. For any workout that takes 20 minutes, consistency is going to be really important. Following that, we have our post wad. It is three superset rounds. We're going to do 10 bottom-up kettlebell strict press and 10 (laughs) single-leg Romanian deadlift, and that is 10 per leg. So for that bottoms-up kettlebell strict press, we did this maybe a couple months ago. Uh, It's a little bit odd. You guys are going to be holding that kettlebell upside down. You guys are holding the handle, and you have to squeeze it really tight. We're going to be doing a strict press, and you must support that kettlebell through the handle upside down, which means that if you guys don't hold it tight enough, it's going to fall off right or it's going to fall off left. At the same time, since we're doing that, it's going to be really shaky. It's really hard to keep your arms stable. It's almost like you just can't stop it and it keeps moving. So making sure that you guys keep abs and butt tight is going to be important for keeping that stable. 
And then with those, you're doing 10 um, single leg Romanian deadlifts. Again, we're going to use a kettlebell, uh, and it's kind of like our high kick toe touch drill, if you, if you remember that stretch, where we're folding over towards the floor, but we're really hinging at the hip. Um, this is a little bit tricky because it involves balance and, uh, and control of several joints all at once, and it, it really challenges the system, and it can challenge a lot of athletes. Uh, especially trying to keep that leg close to a lockout. It's not completely locked, but it's very close to a lockout. Uh, with this, just try to stay in control. Try to make sure your hamstring and your groin receive some loading and work up in weight if you feel fit to, but, but also work on the balance. We're doing 10 reps on each leg uh, each round. We're doing three rounds of that. Yep, and then on to Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to start with our strength. It is going to be 15 minutes to build to a max for the complex. Power clean, followed by hang clean, and then into a split jerk. So you guys have 15 minutes to build up. Um, it is not going to be on the minute, so this is going to be a little different than we've seen in the past with the complexes. So make sure that you guys are using your time wisely. In this complex, the power clean followed by the hang clean and the split jerk. The power clean, obviously, bar starts on the ground. You guys must catch above parallel. Hang clean, you guys are going to start in the hang position, so just above the knee, and you guys have to catch and ride through a full squat, so you must get down below parallel. And then lastly, the split jerk. It is specified split jerk, so make sure that you guys are going for that split. Um, it can be sometimes uncomfortable, so make sure you guys are putting some practice in that day in order to get that split jerk dialed in. Following that heavy lifting, um, we are going to do a little chipper sort of chipper style workout uh, it's kind of like a big round little round workout it's four time with a 20 minute cap on it and it begins with a two kilometer row when you get off the rower you're immediately going to start 30 toes to bar finishing your 30 toes to bar you get back on your rower and you row one kilometer and then you finish the workout with another 15 toes to bar um, so the way John Michael wrote this, I think he kind of intends for it to be a pretty hard but steady opener with that 2K row, and then probably a couple little sets on the 30 toes to bar for most people. Then a more aggressive pace on the 1K row, and a sprint finish, hopefully for a lot of people, trying to hold on and do all 15 toes to bar unbroken at the end, and then some really quick small sets for, for those of you who cannot hold on to the pull-up bar. Okay, make sure as you get into that 1K row and the 15 toes to bar, so essentially that kind of second round of this workout, that you're really stepping on the gas. Then on to Wednesday. Our workout is going to be a five-minute AMRAP, or rather three five-minute AMRAPs. Nope, my bad. Four five-minute AMRAPs. And we're going to rest three minutes between each one. Um, so the first five AMRAP is going to be as such. 50, or no, not 50, <laughs> five double dumbbell grounds overhead and five strict pull-up. We've seen that double dumbbell ground to overhead before. Um, you guys are going to take the dumbbells from the ground. It's almost like a kettlebell swing, kind of like a snatch as well. Um, and we're going to go from the ground straight up overhead in one motion and then back down to the ground. Uh, it's also called a devil's press if you guys watch Wadapalooza. Um, I believe they called it a devil's press. So some of you guys might know it by that name. But these ones are pretty nasty. These double dumbbell ground to overhead gets you quicker than you think. Um, they fry the back, and they're just super brutal on the shoulders. Uh, so this is going to be a classic push-pull, the double dumbbell ground to overhead, 
and then the strict pull-up. With with those uh, those reps with the two dumbbells, as Michael said, they they can fry your back. Drop your butt a little bit. Um, make sure that you're not leaving your hips super high and just rounding your back and reaching the dumbbells to the ground with spinal flexion. Right. Make sure your back's pretty rigid, so your legs are really jumping the dumbbells up. He also mentioned that they're kind of like a snatch. It, it it is a snatch. It's just doing two dumbbells at once. Mm-hmm. So still use the same muscles to produce that jumping force that you would on a snatch. Yep. Um, you guys only have five minutes, though. So it is an aggressive rep scheme. Uh, it is five double dumbbell ground overhead and then five strict pull-ups. So it can definitely be done pretty aggressively and unbroken. Um, if we are doing our strict pull-ups and we have to use a band uh, or we're doing a ring row even, um, my suggestion is still go for unbroken. Uh, it's not going to be... It's not going to be that much work at once. And what I mean by that is you guys get that break when you go back and forth between the two movements. Mm. It is only for five minutes. Um, I don't want you to hear me saying it's not going to hurt, but you can move pretty quick through it. So make sure that you guys are intentionally, like, put the dumbbells right next to the pull-up bar. Uh, there's no reason to walk on this one. Stay right where you need to be. It's only five minutes of work. Use those five minutes to minimize transition and get from one movement to the next back and forth and back and forth. Um, Following that five-minute AMRAP, we do get a three-minute rest, okay? So do go out and push the pace a little bit. Um, After that three-minute rest, our second five-minute AMRAP is 10 thrusters and 10 pull-ups. This is at 95 pounds for guys, 65 for ladies. Um, So this this one's going to be a little bit nasty also. Uh, There's no reason for us to get far away from our pull-up bar once again. This is with a barbell. So it's going to be a little more comfortable for you guys that were scared. You might have to do the double dumbbell, um, but it's with a barbell, and it is pull-up, not strict pull-up. So you can add in your kip. Um, part, of, part of why we have a strict pull-up and then we're following it with a, with a kipping pull-up is to see where people are at with their mechanics. Because if you have good mechanics on a kipping pull-up, then having done quite a few strict pull-ups will have only a minor negative effect on your ability to continue to do pull-ups when now you're allowed to kip. Um, So, we'll see. It's important to understand that you get a lot of power when you snap in and out of that hollow if you do it effectively. So, 10 thrusters, 10 pull-ups, maybe going broken. Uh, personally, I'm definitely going to try to keep my thrusters unbroken, and then we'll see how gassed I feel in later rounds on the pull-ups. I might not uh, hesitate to do quick five and five, but a lot of people I know will be doing smaller sets. So whatever you're doing, be consistent with it. Do it at the beginning, continue to do it, and keep it quick as you go. Yeah, this one's going to mimic a Fran effort. It is, So, and five minutes is enough time for a lot of people to do Fran, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing people get through... I don't know, six, maybe even seven rounds, possibly, in that five-minute window if they're really able to push those reps. Once that window's done, you get another three-minute rest, and then we do another five-minute AMRAP. Our next five-minute AMRAP is 15 GHD sit-ups for us up at CLE, and then 15 calories skied for guys, and you think nine, Jamichael? I think... Oh, 12. 12, 12 makes more sense. Yep. Yeah, it looks a little light. 12 calories on the skier for ladies at Cadre. Um, once you get done with that ab-based work, you're going to turn around, get on some rings, and do 15 ring dips. So you got 15 sit-ups or, or calories or 12 for ladies, and then 15 dips. 
and that's another five-minute AMRAP. You're going to spend probably the better part of a minute for most people doing the ski, and then the dips you're probably going to have to break into smaller chunks um, because it's going to be it's going to be tough after probably a round or two to continue to do big sets on the dips, um, especially if you're using those rings. These don't have to be strict. You may kip them, um, but find the right challenge for yourself. If you need to be working on strict dips, then, hey, here's a chance to do it. You've got five minutes. Work back and forth between those movements. Get a lot done. Then one more window. You get another three-minute rest before we start our last five minutes of work. That final five minutes of work is um, one where we can move, I think, pretty aggressively, pretty fast. We've got 30 double-unders followed by five power snatches. And for the power snatch, we're using roughly 60%, if you want to, maybe a little bit more, um, of your one rep max snatch. Okay, so we're probably talking about some touch and go reps, maybe some quick singles, probably a lot of quick singles for a lot of people, and then trying to stay calm and collected on the rope. Yeah, this one's gonna be one where the power snatch is gonna be a little heavier um, than traditional double under power snatch formats, where the power snatch sometimes lighter and more cyclable. This one is gonna be a tad bit heavier. Uh, that being said, I think what Phil said is definitely true. I think maybe some touch and go or even quick singles. Um, quick singles is never a bad way to go. Just make sure that you guys are not walking away from the bar. It drops, you set back up, and do your next pool. Yeah, the quick doesn't refer to the single itself. It refers to the break between them. Mm -hmm. So you got to keep those rests super short so you can quickly get another single started. Yep. Um, and this is going to be a 29-minute workout. So it is 29 minutes total with the rest added. Um, my suggestion is just make sure that you guys set out each AMRAP. You can push the pace a little bit hard. Um, each one is almost Fran effort style. Uh, but that being said, if you guys go out in the first five minute AMRAP and you treat it like you're going to do a PR Fran, um, the likelihood that you come onto the second five minute AMRAP and do, uh, do anything that feels good or do well or are able to move the whole time is slim. Um, so make sure that you guys do not just utterly destroy yourself in those first two five minutes. So the, the general format on this, um, I look at it a lot like doing kind of a, what is it? Five different stations. Mm -hmm. So five by one K row or technically it's four different AMRAPs. It's four different AMRAPs or is it five different AMRAPs? No, it's four. It's four. One, two, three, four. Okay. Four different AMRAPs. So four by like a one to one and a half kilometer row. So it's, it's a sharp effort, but you know, if you go a hundred percent, you can't repeat yep. with a three minute rest. Yeah. So think about 90 ish percent effort every time you open up for a five minute window, because then you'll be able to recover just enough to hopefully be able to hold around the same intensity again. Yep. Um, actually speaking of that, our next workout on Thursday is going to be a 30 minute AMRAP. This one is going to be geared a little bit more towards, um, putting in some work before the open. This is a workout where you guys can get after it pretty hard if you'd like, um, but at the same time, it is a little bit longer being at that 30-minute AMRAP, so using that time wisely is actually going to help you guys recover a little bit and prepare for the open. It is going to be calorie row, ski, or bike. Um, so 30 minutes to accumulate calorie row, ski, or bike, but beginning the workout and every five minutes following Athletes must do one round of Cindy. Cindy is... Actually, we're going to... No, we'll leave it at five minutes. Cindy is five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats. And you may kip the pull-ups. Um, push-ups, 
You can't kip those. Do them well. And then air squats move pretty fast. Um, but in the row, ski, or bike, uh, you can do what you want. And if you'd like to, uh, I don't have a problem with people using multiple implements. Mm-hmm. Right? Doing maybe It's going to be about a four-minute stint for most people because it's going to take... 30 seconds to a minute, depending, um, to do a round of Cindy. So you're going to have about four minutes on a machine, maybe four and a half if you're a little bit quicker athlete. You can do your first window on a rower and then your second window on a skier and then your third window on a bike. Um, You can bounce around between the machines, right? We've got all this fancy gear. It's kind of nice to be able to use it. And uh, like we said with this day, it's kind of just a general all around, get you moving, get you breathing, get you loose, and hopefully leave you better prepared to then attack whatever shows up in 19.4. Yep. Um, I, yeah. would, I would say put into it what you want. Yep. If you don't have intentions on doing 19.4, then um, go hard. This is still a great workout. You can, you can crush those four <laughs> minutes of rowing. And then you can get the Cindy crush the four minutes of ski, Cindy four minutes of bike. Yeah. Um, if you look at it that way, you only have to touch the rower twice, the skier twice, and the bike twice. Yep. And that's a, uh, that's a great workout for you guys to get a lot of time moving. Um, but at the same time, you get a lot of volume. You get a lot of calories in, and you actually end up doing a decent number of rounds of Cindy. It's no... Um, 30 minutes of work should never be yeah. scoffed at, right? Mm-hmm. It, it really depends on what you want it to be. If you want to go out there and get trashed, holy crap, you can do it. Because um, that's plenty of, of time to just be putting in a big effort on each machine and then really trying to attack the rounds between. Yep. But if you want to just kind of relax, recover, get sweaty, but, but not feel crushed, then just slow up the pace a little bit. That's all it takes, right? So your intention uh, will, will give you your result. Do what you want, but uh, remember, we got 19.4 coming to you on Friday, and we will be doing our podcast Friday morning for that, so be sure to stop back in to find out what the last two days of the week are going to look like. We will see you guys in the gyms.